Welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser on 99.1 FM, life-changing radio, WJMM. We've been having a blast this week on the radio show. I'm fired up as I've ever been. I get that way when I talk about the Holy Spirit and how God's changed my life. And I hope you're the same way. I hope you wake up with, a, with the joy, with the excitement of what God's going to do. Every day of your life, see, every day is a life of miracles. Every day is a life of God doing something different in your life. And whatever God does in your life, it's a miracle. That's why every day I say today is the day that the Lord has made. It's a great day, and I choose to rejoice and be glad in it. That's why the Bible says, be joyful always, pray without ceasing, and give thanks in all circumstances. It's actually the will of Christ Jesus for our lives in 1 Thessalonians 5.16. So I, I think that we're to represent Jesus well. We're to represent the kingdom well. We're to represent the Father well. We're to represent the Holy Spirit. And I want to thank you for your support of this radio show. Uh, you encourage me with your prayers, with your support. For more information about that, please email me at bill at thehopeencounter.org. This week we've been talking about the Holy Spirit and testifying about how he's changed our lives, how he can change your life. And I share a lot about how he's changed my life. And yesterday we ended the show talking about why would God pour out his Holy Spirit on ordinary people like me and you? I know that we always know and we look at events like the like uh, Pentecost when God poured out his when God poured out his holy spirit on on 120 failures and started the church of Jesus Christ and that movement is still growing strong today and there's a lot of people that believe that what happened back then was for back then it's not available for today and I feel sorry for those people I really do I feel sorry that they want that that they take scripture and they they delete or add from scripture, which you, which as a pastor, uh, that's one of my biggest fears to never ever teach something outside of scripture or to look at scripture and say this doesn't apply today. Uh, so, and what I know about scripture and what I know about Jesus is Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Which means the Holy Spirit is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the Father, who says, "I'm the Lord God," who changes not. So if the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit haven't changed, what's changed? Well, we've changed. And so society changes. But listen, we're called to be a change agent for society. We're not called to let society change us, the Word of God or the things of God and the principles of heaven. Uh, and then we're not called to adapt to society. We're called to change and influence a society. So we're talking, we're talking about the power and the joy of being filled with the Holy Spirit and how the power of God uh, can save us and change our lives. And why would God pour out his Holy Spirit on us? Well, yesterday we talked about so we can be a good witness for him, a great witness for him. And today I want to pick up where we left off and say, he pours out his Holy Spirit on us so we can live the godly and holy life that we're called to live. A lot of people that want Jesus, they want heaven, they want eternity, they want forgiveness. They don't want anything to do with living the godly and holy life we're called to do. There's a lot of people that still want to, oh, they still love their booze. They still love their porn. They still love their cursing. They still love their gossip. They still love this. They still love that. And there's no reason uh, why people who say they love Jesus, the Bible says we can't be a friend of this world. If we're a friend of this world, the Bible says we're an enemy of God. And the things that are, and, and, and if God's, 
if God is godly and holy, he called us to live a, a, a holy and godly life. That's why 2 Peter 1.3 says, His divine power has given us everything we need for life, and here it is, godliness. We're called to live a life of godliness through our knowledge of him. Can't do it without, can't do it without two things. One, his power, and two, his knowledge of him, who called us by his own glory and goodness. That's why he goes on to say, previously, Peter said this in 1 Peter 1, 14 through 16, as obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. And one of the ways that a lot of people, the, the, the self-defeating Christian will always say, I can never be holy. I can never be good. And the Bible says that there isn't anybody good. There's a measure of truth to that. And you can't. So part of being holy is learning how to tap into the power of the Holy Spirit to do the things that are godly and holy that you can't do. That's the key to trust in the power of the Holy Spirit. The other thing is to realize, and this is a big one, to realize who you are in Christ. Because if you don't know your identity, you'll never know your purpose and you'll never know your destiny. I'm working on a, a weekend message that I'm going to be preaching uh, sometime soon at Church of the Savior about our identity in Christ. I do a lot of identity talks on this radio show. But you have to know your identity. And in Christ, we're accepted, secure, and significant. But here's an identity statement that most of us miss, and most of us have a hard time comprehending. The Bible says we are the righteousness of Christ. That's one of our identity labels. That's one of the names that God's given us. We are the righteousness of Christ. Now listen, why would God call any follower of Jesus the righteousness of Christ when he knows that we fall short and fail almost every single day. Well, it's not what we do, but it's who we are. And if we understand who we are, we'll be able to do the things that Christ calls us once we believe that we are who he says we are and we can do the things he tells us we can do. But if we believe the lie that we're not who God says we are, that we're somebody else, then we'll never, we'll never be able to do the things that God's called us to do. And part of living the holy and godly life is realizing what our identity in Christ is and tapping into that power. So one of your names as a Christian is you are. You may not, you are the righteousness of Christ. You may not, not be able to act righteous. You still may have things that you do or things that you say that are not righteous, but through the power of the Holy Spirit and realizing that that is your identity, you'll be able to live that out by faith and you'll find yourself sinning less and less and less and less. Listen, it is impossible to live a sinless life but it is possible to sin less and less and less through the power of the Holy Spirit. So why else would God pour out his Holy Spirit? Let's see if we can work through some of these. We, so, one, so we can be taught by the best teacher that will help us remember everything in Scripture. 
That's why Jesus said, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. John 14, 26. Why is this an important scripture? One of the things that when I'm teaching at Encounter on a Friday night that I that I encourage people to do is look for what I like to call Trinitarian scriptures. What's a Trinitarian scripture? A Trinitarian scripture is a scripture that highlights the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit all in the same scripture. So here is Jesus speaking, saying, but the helper, the Holy Spirit. So he's pointing, he's telling us about another person of the Trinity, the Holy, but the helper, the Holy Spirit. That's, so that's the third person of the Trinity, whom the Father, the first person of the Trinity, will send in my name. He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. So listen, Jesus taught us the best things, but the Holy Spirit is able to teach us better because Jesus can only reach us, as we talked about in the previous weeks, Jesus can only reach when he was on on planet Earth, when he came to die on the cross from us, and before he was taken back, before the Holy Spirit was sent to us, Jesus can only reach their intellect. That's why things never took root in the disciples. But when the Holy Spirit came to live inside of them and to come upon them and to be a permanent and to take permanent residence in them, that's when change, see, change only happens from the inside out. So when the Holy Spirit teaches us, it's not just head knowledge. It's, it's going straight to our heart where it'll take root and we'll be able to live it out. So we're not only taught by the best teacher that will help us remember everything in Scripture, we're also empowered by the best teacher to live out everything in Scripture. So why else would God pour out his Holy Spirit? So, so, I, so just what I was talking about earlier. So we can know our true and new identity in Christ by believing we are who he says we are and we can do what he says we can do through the power of the Holy Spirit. Again, 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. Listen, if anyone is in Christ, They're a new creation, not just by the power of the cross, but by the indwelling work and power of the Holy Spirit. Here's what's sad to me. Most Christians have no idea who they are in Christ. And most Christians will spend an entire lifetime trying to become somebody they already are when they can believe and receive their identity in Christ. Jesus Christ himself knew what his identity was. And because he knew his identity, he knew his purpose and he knew his destiny. If you don't know your identity in Christ, you'll never know your purpose in life and you'll never know your destiny in life. And so once you allow your identity to be robbed, stolen, or compromised, or confused, which is what society is doing a great job of today, confusing people's identities, you're done. Because you'll never know what your you'll never know what your purpose is. You'll never know uh, what your destiny is if you allow the world to tell you you're somebody different than God's creation, and that God doesn't make junk, and that you're loved, that you're accepted, that you're significant in Christ, that you're a king's kid, a royal priesthood, a holy nation 
that once you were not a person, once you were not forgiven, but now you are forgiven. Now you are the people of God. Now you are a king's kid. Now you rule and reign with Jesus Christ. Now you do have an inheritance. Now you do have the Holy Spirit living inside of you. Now you do have the mind of Christ. Therefore, now there is no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. You are forgiven. You are loved. You are a king's kid. That is who you are. And once that gets into your system, nothing in the world can stop. Watch this. Your purpose and your destiny, because if you know your identity, you'll know what your purpose is. You see, once you know that you're a king's kid, you know that your purpose in life is from that moment on to glorify Jesus Christ by celebrating how he has made you and developed you into the person you are today to be used to glorify him in everything that you say and do. It's time we celebrate who and how God made us and stop looking in the mirror and say, I'm disgusted with what I see. You, When you say, I don't like what I see, I'm confused about what I see, what you're saying is, I don't like what you've done, God. I don't like what you've made, God. And I'm turning my back on what you say I am and what I can do. But I am a citizen of heaven. I am a child of the king. I am loved. I am highly favored. You adore me. I adore you. I love you because you loved me first and you demonstrated your love to me by dying on the cross. And I'll be forever grateful to live my life for you as a child of the king, living out my identity as as a king's kid, because that is who I am. I'm forgiven. I'm loved. I'm accepted. I'm secure. I'm significant. And that is who I am. And nothing in all creation could ever steal that from me ever again. Thank you for tuning in to the Encounter Radio Show.